0: Welcome to That International Life, stories from around the world, but mostly from Poland. Today, we are in Wrocław, Poland, and my guest is Marie, and I'm, again, not going to try to say her last name. Suris. Suris, which is not Polish.
1: No, it's Lithuanian. Yes. But my husband is Polish. Okay. From Wrocław.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, unfortunately, we recorded about a half hour, or I would say at least 20-some minutes, a good 20 minutes, and the battery had died, so... Marie is very gracious, and we're going to go through it because it's a very interesting story. But um, we were talking about how you're obviously not from Poland or Lithuania, judging by your accent, unless you you had a native speaker who was Australian or uh, New Zealand.
1: Exactly. I I don't have an accent, by the way. Everyone else does. Yes, exactly. Right. But yes, I am (laughs) from New
0: Zealand. Okay. And so how did you uh, end up with that last name? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I, um, we've been, I met my husband 20 to 30, over 30 years ago, I guess now uh, A group of, of three women in Auckland who were single Decided that we didn't want to stay single And uh, we're all Christians So we started praying for each other And, and asking the Lord to send us husbands That we could um, build a life with so within um, within six months of each other, we were all married. Two years after we started praying.
0: Wow, that's pretty, pretty, pretty amazing story. It is. And you said that the uh, not all to uh, native New Zealanders, right? <laughs> no, in the end,
1: I met Anjay, and we were married in 1990. So we're coming up to our 28th wedding anniversary. Um, one of the girls did marry a local guy that she'd never considered as being a potential husband. Uh, and the the other friend, uh, we jacked up an, an, uh, a date, and this was before internet dating, so it was all done the hard way with letter writing uh-huh. and Telephone calls, oh, yes. which cost a lot of money back then, and she met her husband, her, her future husband, and he's from New York. Oh
0: wow! Mm. And so you said you're also going to be able to visit. Yes,
1: family I family yes. Uh, We have kept in touch. With the three of us have watched each other's marriages and families develop and grow. And. Um, individuate and all of these things we've been to each other's kids weddings and I I have been to New York on many occasions and we're as we go home
0: we're going to go via New York again so that we can see them that's great that's really cool and um so why was your husband in New Zealand that's a great question Mm,
1: it is it's interesting he Met his first, uh, he, he, his first wife was studying in Wrocław, Poland. She's a doctor of Slavic languages, and they met at university. Um, they were both young. They got married here, and then decided to immigrate to Auckland, New Zealand, um, which they eventually managed to do. There's quite a story involved because that was during communism here, and it was very difficult just to leave the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but they managed to do that and they got to New Zealand. Andre did not speak any English when he immigrated. Wow. He had been made to learn Russian, of course, and he um, he had to learn French, but he wasn't allowed to learn English at school for some reason. So he went to New Zealand with very, very little English. And within two years, he was studying his degree and passing exams wow. in English. So he's a very clever man.
0: That's-
1: and I don't speak Polish, just by the way. So it's it's... Not easy
0: yeah. and um, so did you ever try to learn poetry?
1: I have, I am I did it's been difficult and I have a few words but when I say them they don't make any sense and yeah. stringing
0: them together oh. is harder than it's so no I don't speak polish it's unlike pretty, you well it's pretty ridiculous trying to put words together <laughs> it is. you can have a lot of words but mm. sometimes they don't go together <laughs> exactly no, I don't know so. Yeah, and especially it's not probably as useful in uh, New Zealand. It's
1: it's a very different language, yeah. and um, I, but you know no excuses in some ways. My husband is Polish. I could have learnt from him and yeah. didn't. So, yeah. so it's been an interesting exercise both times I've lived here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you were we were talking in the last uh, half hour about how you um, your husband moved there and he was there for now almost 40 years right or longer 43
1: no 40 he we celebrated the 40th anniversary of his immigrating to new zealand in 2017 okay so just just over 40 years that's amazing it is
0: and so uh and one of the questions i had asked you was being uh married to like with a cross cross cross-cultural marriage What have you seen and how has that been for you? Because we just had John and Ashley on and they're at the beginning and it would be great to have, kind of hear the story from 28 years, Hmm. you know, hindsight. Okay, yes, um, our
1: our, our cross-cultural marriage is different and our expectations before going into marriage have to change, I think, because I had no awareness that we would have the difficulties that we did have. Um, the main one would be because Andre was born here in Poland under communism. He does not trust, and um, now that I've visited this country, even though we're uh, you know a lot of years on from the breakdown in communism, I still understand in a way I never did before visiting how um, this country was so affected by communism and the lack of trust towards anybody. Mm -hmm. even family members and so that would i'd have to say would have been one of our key issues in our marriage is that andre took a long time to trust me Mm -hmm. it's just not part of who he is Mm -hmm. and he still doesn't trust very many people Mm -hmm. so but i did not expect that as a wife
0: (laughs) not everything will be great
1: yes well yeah we did we had um expectations that were different from the reality. And, um, yeah, and trust issue, which is, of course, a a major issue in any marriage. Um, I understand it now. I certainly didn't at the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, But, yeah, that was one of the big ones.
0: And did you have someone kind of talk to you about it before? Because sometimes now they have – I know John and Ashley mentioned they had a good marriage counselor. who was like, okay, this is what you can uh, anticipate or maybe think through this. Or was it like you thought –
1: We – um, we we did get marriage counselling from the pastor that married us, but it, uh, the the cross cultural aspects were not addressed because people weren't aware back then as much as we are now. I don't think, uh, and not experienced in it. I would love to talk to people before they get married in the future, yeah. because uh, my my girlfriend who married the New Yorker had issues as well, because it's that's another cross-cultural marriage. Yeah, for sure. Not the same, and, and maybe not as serious, but definitely.
0: For sure. Yeah, culture is is very powerful. And but we don't realize it yeah, at the time. and you don't see it. We don't think it. Think, no, we don't see it. And often that's what is so attractive to you. Go, oh, they're different. There's, <laughs> there's nice things, you yeah. know. And then you realize that there's also the
1: the downside yeah Hmm.
0: and so um well you shared a little bit about chelsea and do you want to share a little bit again about (laughs) that whole situation
1: okay so chelsea is our daughter she's um an amazing lady we love her dearly she uh came to us as a five-year-old because her parents couldn't look after her so um and we have been her parents ever since she was finishing up her high school years uh, in New Zealand when we decided to uproot her and bring her to Poland. She was very reluctant to leave all her friends um, and a then slight boyfriend, but I was quite happy to, to move away from the boyfriend.
0: <laughs> that's why you planned the trip. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but okay. it,
1: that's why it sorry. worked out. But it was just the right time for us to move before we, we decided to give our daughter a, a gap year. Um, which I think everyone understands the concept, where yeah. we, we go overseas for a year and and it was on us, so she didn't have to pay anything. Uh, so we did. We, so we packed up our house and put tenants in and moved here to Wrocław, Poland. And she very reluctantly came. And it took her a while, actually, to settle in here because of the cultural differences. Uh, she was very Conscious that she didn't look like the Polish women here and they weren't particularly friendly mm-hmm. and all the rest. So it took a while. But we, our nephew here introduced us to some people or introduced Chelsea to some other young people to help her feel more accepted. And one of those young men that had gone to school with our our nephew was learning English. And so suppose that this is what he says to me anyway. He wanted to start meeting with Chelsea and talking with her on Skype and all the rest <laughs> to help him improve his English. He was having lessons um, twice a week, actually, with two different teachers because he had plans to go to Australia for a holiday. So so that was what we were told and that's what we believed. But, of course, our relationship grew. Uh, Rafael um, started coming to our church, the international church here in the city, he gave his heart to the Lord and they were and Chelsea who hadn't been baptized and Rafael were baptized in our church. Um, and then they got engaged here just before we left to go home to New Zealand at the end of 2014. Mm. Chelsea needed to go home so she could start university to train to be a teacher. Rafael immigrated. He's a very skilled uh, IT person with um Computer engineering degree mm-hmm. So we knew it shouldn't have been too hard for him to get a job in New Zealand We we really like having skilled people come mm-hmm. into our country There's a shortage So we all went home to Auckland at the end of 2014
0: And and now they're and, married
1: And now they're married A year later they got married um, Some people from our life here in, in Wrocław came to New Zealand Our pastor here came to marry them We've had other visitors, family came, and it was amazing. And now I have a Polish son-in-law as well as a Polish husband. Which wasn't (laughs) quite, you never thought? No. no I anticipated. no. no. (laughs) Chelsea was was young. She's still young. I didn't expect that she would want to. She didn't plan on this either, by the way. It just happened. And you know what? They're really, really happy. And it would be interesting to ask them if they have cultural differences in their marriage.
0: And I was going to ask, did you end up sharing advice, and was that uh, accepted? Yes. Oh.
1: I did with Chelsea um, because we are very close and we have a very open relationship and she has obviously as a kid and grown up with us, she has grown up in a cross-cultural marriage so she's observed yeah. the, the contrast and now because she's lived in Poland and she did learn the language and is continuing to learn the language mm-hmm. so um, she she did and we did talk about that she's very aware but I have to say that, with the generation changes, it's not as evident uh, Rahul didn't grow up under communism yeah. really, and I think that's a huge difference. He's a very international person himself, and he's a very clever and wise, compassionate man. so he, yeah, it's i don't I don't imagine that the Well, I know they haven't had the difficulties that we had.
0: Yeah. Well, that's neat. Mm, it is. really cool. And then she just finished school. That's right. She just graduated college, uh, university. Yeah, Yeah. and we were discussing how the school year starts tomorrow. It does. Which is crazy. (laughs) In the summer. Well, and it's pretty warm. It's very hot. It's so, it's, it's...
1: we, we, our academic year starts after Christmas mm-hmm. and finishes just before Christmas. Uh, so yes, it will be hot in the classrooms for the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the way we do it. There is it's a, year
0: round then, kind of year round. You don't has, have like three months off.
1: No, we don't do what you do. <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> no, we don't. We have we have split our academic year for um, for schooling anyway. Uh, not. University's a bit different, but basically academic year starts at the end of January, depending Mm -hmm. on what part of the country you're in, but basically end of January, and then we have four semesters with two-week breaks in between those semesters. So the first one will finish at Easter, and the children will have holidays for a couple of weeks as part of our Easter break, and then we have a mid-winter break for two weeks, and a spring break which we don't call it spring break, but it's round about spring. It's about October. And then the academic year will finish in December just before Christmas. Uh So that's what we do. I remember,
0: yeah, in the States for a while there were schools that would try to do year-round, and we're just like... How can you survive as kids? We, we, but it makes sense. It know. was
1: worse when I was growing up. We only had three breaks a year. What? Three terms. Do you, feel,
0: do you think that you're uh, smarter as a, as a country?
1: Um, we're, we are smarter as a country statistically. Okay. Uh, our education in New Zealand is reasonably high standard. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we go to university, our children don't repeat anything that they've learned at high school. They start their whatever their chosen studies are. Okay. They start right from from year one of university. So it's not like general studies. No, so. we don't do general studies.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, as such, Makes sense. unless we're doing an education degree, but if it's a science degree, you get stuck in and study science. Wow. So it, yes, it is very different from America, and we have traditionally had a high standard of education, yeah. and we do export a lot of our educated people offshore because we're so small. And at the bottom of the world, that a lot of our um, graduates go overseas to work, particularly doctors, scientists, mm. um, nurses, uh, engineers. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why we've got a skill shortage because we send ours off to all
0: parts of the world. So we need someone else to come back and replace them. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, and it helps too that it's English too. So yes, it's not English. even like you have to have the second language and no. train and you're able to move. There, I've, I watched a documentary that in some, in like in Poland, that is a problem as well. That um, they the smartest, you know, mm. students end up leaving, yep. and then they have an issue with you know keeping good doctors here because they can make so much, so more, much more, more money somewhere it's, else.
1: Yeah, it, it particularly be, became a problem here when we joined the EU in 2004.
0: Yeah, more it was, they were able to everyone just left. Yeah, huge amounts. <laughs> uh, so. So they need to come back to yes,
1: Poland. They do. It's <laughs> a wonderful country. Come back, everyone.
0: Yeah. But you're leaving tomorrow.
1: So we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And um, because we need to go home, this was always going to be a shorter stay this time. So we've only been here eight months. But we are taking the slow way home because we want to see a little bit more of this side of the world because it's a long way to come back if yeah. we want to <clears throat> travel to Spain or Portugal. So, yeah, we're we're taking the slow way using... Buses and trains, going down through Europe to Paris, of course. Um, Spain, Portugal, the Azores, then we fly, which I haven't been to, which actually, I've just Googled, looks very much like New Zealand. It's going to be really interesting. It's got thermal areas, just like we have. Coastline's very similar, very hilly, very
0: green. So maybe if it's good, tell me, and then I will. Can, I can go there instead not, of all the way to New Zealand. I, mean, I want to go to New Zealand, but it's kind of you know. It's a long way. It's a long way. It is. It oh.
1: is. So yes, yeah, so I will do that. Fly into so the planes go into Boston. Okay. From the Azores, and mm. then we'll go down to my friend in New York and That's her great. husband. For a few days before going by Kansas City. Oh don't boy. ask me why. Don't I don't know why. I don't do
0: that. know. <laughs> you really are going a long way. <laughs>
1: we are. We're taking Amtrak across because we love Amtrak and you okay. get to see so much and America's so big. So,
0: And like that's I said. A, are you going to stay long in Kansas? In three days. Just to, right. see, just to have a look around, have oh, a break from I've Chath- never heard of anyone like <laughs> no, no one has. <laughs> On the way to New Zealand, we're going to Kansas City. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, people don't even want to go in the US. I know. To city. But we do. That's good. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, It is.
1: It should be nice. Uh, And then LA for a few days. Then we'll fly to Hawaii for a few days. Okay. It's it's and then home to Auckland, which is the longest flight, will be the eight hours from Hawaii to Auckland.
0: That is pretty. Oh, see, I was closer than when I was in Hawaii. I should have. Yes, you were. Hopped over. Absolutely, <laughs> <close>. totally.
1: <laughs> everyone come. Yeah, oh, we're, we're doing a reunion with all my friends from here in Hawaii, twenty yeah. twenty. So come there and there then, and then come go. back
0: with us. That'll be yeah, twenty twenty. Okay, twenty
1: twenty. Start saving. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Yes, so it's it's partly because we don't like long haul flights, but it's partly we are. Here, let's make the most of seeing this amazing world because who knows when we will be back this way.
0: Yeah. And so what does your husband do currently? Does he work in New Zealand? He's retired. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, seems like yeah, you not want to go back and work. Not <laughs> no, no, no.
1: He's definitely officially retired now, so we don't need to work. Um yeah. the I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. We'll see. Yeah. Uh because we're also shifting from Auckland to another part of New Zealand uh-huh. when we come home oh
0: man so you got to yeah. move ahead of you
1: I haven't we have a big move ahead of us, um, but we're taking the opportunity while our house is rented to try living in a country area which is three hours at the most away from Auckland, oh, wow. so we'll be away from our daughter and son-in-law but not too far to travel to see them mm-hmm. uh, and we're just going to see whether we like country living. Yeah, um, you're
0: gonna start a farm. <laughs> uh well, maybe. maybe sheep. We'll see. Yep, sheep. Oh, yeah, man. we have millions of sheep. Oh yeah, there's sort of you know lots of sheep. Uh, it, even in Australia has a lot of sheep. Yeah, but right? we have more. Well, we, of course, of course, everything's better in because New Zealand. and there and everything's like more like. All, none of the deadly animals around nope. here live in New Zealand. So no, we don't, I don't have, want to go to Australia. No,
1: no, we don't have snakes or deadly spiders yeah. or crocodiles or, or sharks or shark. Oh yeah, no, we do have sharks, okay. but not quite like Australia does. Okay, no. Right.
0: Ah, and then you have lots of sheep. And, and we have,
1: um, I don't know, we have six sheep to every person in New Zealand. That's crazy. You no, know, about forty million or something.
0: Yeah, I, I was given this recipe book recently, and I was looking through it. I didn't read much of the title. I was like flipping through, and I'm like. What are they? This is weird. What are they? Why are they calling things? You know, things words were different, and um, I can't even remember which one. But then, so much uh, lamb, right? And there mm-hmm. was just like, and I was like, what? Like, who eats this much lamb? And then I looked <laughs> at the front, and it was like women's magazine uh, Australia, uh, yeah. and yep. I was like, oh, okay. Yes, we do so. lamb. And my husband, being Polish, doesn't eat any
1: lamb. Almost doesn't like it because he was never brought up with it. Uh-huh. Pork, obviously. Yeah. yeah, is the the and most. Do they have
0: pigs in New Zealand?
1: Yeah, we have lots of pork. Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, okay. but okay. So he's okay. so he's
1: he's all right. We have oh. beef too, so he, he likes his beef. Yeah. But when, if if I want lamb, I have to go to a restaurant and order it, or just cook it for myself, which oh. I do sometimes. Oh man. He doesn't like it at all. Wow.
0: Mm. And he never after forty years. No, now.
1: he he doesn't want us to start eating it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why why start now? <laughs> there's still other things to eat. Yes, there, there's yeah. plenty. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's that's interesting. More sheep. Um, so, in your uh, life, what do you feel is one of your uh, biggest accomplishments? Wow, that's a big question, right? <laughs> that is a big question, and I don't tend to.
1: I'm too young to evaluate my life yet. Even okay, though, <laughs> I,
0: of course. Um, in your very short life, I'm okay. I'm in my very was, short life of sorry.
1: 59 years, yes. what is my achievement? I guess, I, well, put it this way, I have had an amazing life and am having an amazing life. Um, I'm a Christian, so I am seeking to serve God. And through doing that, we have been foster parents to over 50 kids. We've been blessed with having Chelsea as our own um, child that has step-in parents for her when her own parents couldn't look after her. We have travelled and lived in Poland twice we have been involved in churches and singing. I have been in singing ministries. I have had amazing careers, uh, worked for churches. Um, uh, it's, it has just been a real adventure, and mm-hmm. it's continuing. I think I am incredibly blessed by my parents and my upbringing, my siblings, and living in such an amazing country, have a wonderful family, friends. And it is an, a wonderful country. the more I see of the rest of the world, the more I'm thankful that I do go home and I don't have to lock the doors and we don't have locked gates and things like that like mm-hmm. we do in other countries. We have our quarter acre section so we have a house and a great big garden mm-hmm. over most of our around most of our houses. We don't have a lot of apartment blocks it's different.
0: Well, I guess I'm moving there. <laughs> Bring your skills. I'll be looking. I got to find some skills, <laughs> and, then and then I'll come. So, first, I got to find that. So, well, that's really neat. Um, so, you were mentioning in that that you fostered kids, like yeah. fifty fifty kids, over fifty kids. Yeah. How long did you do that for?
1: We did that for ten years.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And was that something that you both wanted to do before, or was it
1: no? I had no. In fact, people used to say. Why don't you try fostering? And I would say, nope, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give a kid back. Mm-hmm. And uh, but in the end, we felt led to give it a go. And that's another big long story that we won't go into now. But I met somebody at, at church, and she said, give it a go. I'll help you. We'll walk through it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. You haven't lost anything. Mm-hmm. But we um, and and our motivation was because we couldn't have our own children. We had been given. A child to adopt but had to give her back after four months as a four-month-old baby I had looked after other people's children and I thought yeah there is still part of me that would like our own child mm-hmm. and if I can't have my own child maybe fostering would help that need to be a mum mm-hmm. and through that we got Chelsea as I've mentioned yeah. and we had 50 other kids that came for varying lengths of time and varying ages and mm-hmm. boys and girls. Wow. And it was amazing,
0: the experience. Loved loved it. It was very difficult, but yeah. sometimes very difficult. What's something that really stands out to you about that time that you appreciate?
1: I appreciate the opportunity to love kids and give them a safe home where they're loved and looked after and cared for. We had lots of laughs, lots of funs. And I got to be a, a you know a temporary mum to all of these different kids, right from a brand new baby up to a sixteen year old mm-hmm. um, Chelsea was with us the whole time, so but she 's our kid, so she was different from the rest of these mm-hmm. children that came um, but just the opportunity I loved working with the psychologists and the caseworkers and the lawyers because it involved a whole lot of varying appointments with the specialists that surround all these children that, that need step in care. Mm-hmm. And that was challenging and informative and interesting mm-hmm. and I I love that aspect um, mm-hmm. of working with the professionals to help these children.
0: Yeah. And is that um is that something that's common for fostering in New Zealand or is that something is there a really big need or uh,
1: yes there is a big need, unfortunately. Uh, and we don't have institutions okay. so much now. Uh, we we want uh, we encourage kinship care, but sometimes that doesn't work either. So then we need families like what ours were and so many others who do a whole lot more than what we've done to just be step-in parents. And um, ideally, in, in my opinion, if we can find homes for life for these children that can't go back to their own biological connections, that's an amazing gift that we can give them. Mm-hmm. And that is very successful if, you know, if, if a child is given a chance. Yeah. It, it's the way to go, personally. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. I and so you said that you were really nervous about having to, you know, give them back, but then your friend told you to go ahead and, and try it out. Was that as difficult as, or did you feel like God met you there?
1: God met me there, definitely. Um... Sometimes it was harder than others sometimes um the the children you were you when you knew they were going somewhere better and they were going to stay there forever it was it was okay, and the times when it wasn't okay, it was okay not to be okay mm-hmm. it was okay to cry or to miss them um and Chelsea and I had a tradition where when we said goodbye to the kids because it was her saying goodbye to all these yeah. kids that had become her friends as well. Um, we'd go out and do something, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We'd do mummy-daughter days and go shopping or go out for lunch or something just to take our mind off it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. So, no, in the end, well, because by then we'd had Chelsea. Yeah. And we had our daughter. We had our family. So yeah. it wasn't as hard as it might have been, perhaps.
0: Yeah. And... um how many or how many kids did you have at one time? Did you ever have a whole house full? <laughs> yes, <or>? we did.
1: <laughs> we uh, I think the most I've ever had around our table was 11 kids, but they weren't all foster kids. Uh-huh. They were um, it was when our the, the, our friend from New York came down with their boys from from New York to New Zealand. They were staying and calling through We had our own foster kids, and I was also looking after somebody else's foster kids just for the weekend, Mm -hmm. and then we got an emergency placement, which I knew I could say yes to because the next day everyone else was going, but for that night we had a full house, and it was so fun.
0: Oh, that that was loud, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it was loud and and chaotic, but I loved it, you know, just all these kids interacting and eating, and
0: yeah. Yeah, being together. Being um, together. So, would would you have any advice that you'd give someone who's considering that, like foster care, or kind of a absolutely?
1: If you feel that that's what you can do, absolutely. We, and whether it's New Zealand or around the world, we definitely need more homes who are happy to open up their lives and their hearts to children in need, whether it's uh, respite care or uh, longer term, mm-hmm. and it. it It is, in my opinion, in New Zealand anyway, it is a valid way to grow your family, if that's your heart's desire. Uh, I don't know the rest of the world how things operate, but to my mind, the best thing we can ever give a child is a secure and loving home environment Mm -hmm. where where the parents love each other and they share that love with the child. Whose ever child it is, Um, definitely... For us, it's been an amazing experience, which I would never want to have been without.
0: And what are you... Um, are you keeping in contact with any of the kids? Or?
1: Nope, we're not allowed to. Uh, I was
0: wondering if that was no, the case. No,
1: it is definitely not encouraged at all. I could probably stalk them on Facebook now.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm tempted. Uh-huh. Opened
1: up. Yeah, um, and... A couple of kids have tried. Have got over the years have got in touch with us, but no, absolutely not. It's and that's that's. I think sometimes the hard thing is that you've had this child in your home for a year, and you they move on to their home for life. Hopefully, you know, prayerfully that's where they do go. Mm-hmm. They don't keep bouncing around the system, but we don't necessarily know how it turns out. Oh wow! So we've just got to trust the system and and in, and in our case, trust God and pray for these kids, which
0: we do. Wow. Well, that's really cool. Yes. You are able to, to do that for kids. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was. And so um, you're not sure exactly what's going to happen? No. When you go home. I don't know. But you want to work? I don't know. Okay. So it's all... But you, <laughs> I have, and you have Kansas City and you know, across I do. the U.S. I do. about that?
1: I have... And I have amazing technology, which means I sit online looking at all the houses I would like to buy in the areas <laughs> that I would like to live in, and I check it all out and then think, oh, well, I've still got another month before I actually can start looking. Mm-hmm. So we will go back and live with our daughter and son-in-law in their little house for... Hopefully not long for all of our <laughs> sakes. I mean, we love each other dearly, and they. And you want to keep it that way. We want to keep it that way, absolutely. And she'll be very busy starting teaching for her first year, um, but we will do that, and and I will look. We will look for. Uh, you know, the, it, we have so many options. It's actually almost too many options. But the area we're living in, we, we are hoping to go to, is like I said, a, a farming area. These houses mm-hmm. and lots of little townships. So I'm moving mm-hmm. away from the biggest city in New Zealand, which is 1.4 million people, oh to go to a little town of maybe 60,000. Oh, nice! Yes, it will be nice with a bit of land, perhaps, that
0: amazing. or an
1: outlook. So we'll, we will see. Yes, yeah. and I'm also in this as well, trusting God for Him to lead me to whatever's next. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Yes,
0: That's
1: really it, nice. it is exciting. I like I love looking at houses. We'll have to buy new furniture because. Our furnitures in our house, which is being rented. Oh, so. so you got to do it. Got to do it. Oh, Gee, bummer. that's sad.
0: Bummer. Oh man, yeah. <coughs> tough life. So I'll send you a photo of where we end up. Oh man, it sounds amazing. Wherever it is, it, it, it will I think be. You, yes, you come could and live. Visit. You could live in a box in New Zealand, and it probably would be just amazing. I mean, you you say no, but come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. I am
1: loving the history here okay. in Europe. And I walk into the European cities and, and walk here into the Rynak, and I'm just blown away because there's such history and there's such atmosphere that we don't have. New Zealand's 150 years old. We don't have old buildings. Oh, yeah. We don't have. Uh, it's very different. Mm. But yes, we. It's. It'll be nice to be in the country and mm-hmm. fresh, clean air and clean water. And
0: so, is the main the the capital? Is it? Well, no, the capital's smaller, right? Yeah,
1: capital's Wellington. Okay, yeah.
0: But the the biggest city is it really like polluted and stuff? Or? No, no, no,
1: it's not because we have we're an island. Yeah, in the middle it. of the South Pacific, so we is have it, wind all the time. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, how can there be pollution? <laughs> you know, it's just
1: going. There's like, very little pollution. Okay. That's why you yeah. like it so much. It's very yeah. clean. It's We promote New Zealand as a cream, glean, cream. green, green. Say that three (laughs) times fast. Glean. uh, Christy, I still can't do it. Green and clean. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. 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 That's a tongue twister. (laughs) That's the end of a a long interview. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So I know you're doing so good. Yeah. Um, Well, one last thing. Okay. You, I know that you don't actually, I found this fact out the other day, you don't like lord of the rings <laughs> sorry no i mean I've, i don't know i never read them, it but i've never read the i've never read the book but i'm coming from new zealand is that uh there is that a big shock <laughs> do people there like it or is it just it's, it's more a shock
1: else? it's a more shock to the people here than home okay. um i tried to watch it once and it stopped <laughs> i yeah. mean it's like <laughs> oh. okay that's what it's all about um and i have been to all the places that it's filmed and so okay. when i did sort of half watch it, I think I was on an aeroplane and didn't have a choice mm-hmm. um, I recognise all the places that, that are filmed there because mm-hmm. I've been there which is amazing um, When we we are going to be living just down the road okay. from Hobbiton what? So, yeah exactly, so I'll we're just we're have shy. even more visitors come, you know we've had lots of Visitors from here come to New Zealand, and they're not coming to see me. No, they're coming to no. see Hobbiton. They
0: want to go they, to the Shire.
1: They, they, yeah, they do, and they they've practiced the songs and they've seen all the photos, and it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so no, whatever. So you like it? If you like it, that's fine. But yeah, yeah, come to New Zealand. We'll be just down the road. I'll even drive you to it, but I probably yeah. won't go in. <laughs> that's
0: oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's it cool. is
1: because that's the area we're going to for Hobbiton. Yeah,
0: yeah. But a lot of movies are filmed.
1: There. We have we have New Zealand has very very deliberately. Uh, promoted New Zealand as um, a country to take films in. We give them tax breaks. We have a ministry of foreign films uh, uh-huh. as part of our government to look after anyone who wants to come down. So we've made it very cheap and affordable for America uh-huh. and other countries to come and film. So we we have some quite big blockbusters that have been filled, like um, the, uh, the Last of the Samurai was... Okay. B- was um, filmed in uh, New Plymouth because Mount Taranaki is exactly like Mount Fuji. It just looks the uh-huh. same. it's, it's cheaper. You know, cause it, uh-huh. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper. Uh-huh. And so, you know, my sister, used, she lives there. She would see all these film people and Tom Cruise and all them just wandering through the streets. Oh, wow. We love it. We love that they come. And we do have amazing scenery. And uh-huh. as I say, we, we help we give them tax breaks so that they can come and it's affordable. Okay. Lots and lots of films. Oh, that's smart. Yes, it is smart. Yeah. We're very clever like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, right? You said you're so smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. A, Absolutely. Well, one of the other things, uh, what what is New Zealand, as far as what are they known for for, for their films and stuff? Or, or do they do a lot of their own?
1: Yeah, we do make a lot of our own. Um, nothing that's really been a blockbuster. Well, apart from, you know, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, obviously, with Peter Jackson. So, yeah, he's done that. Those those would be the main really, really big ones. Peter Jackson's a really clever man.
0: And you have the show, which... Flight of the concords oh,
1: of course
0: right <laughs> yes but uh, how many people know them oh well, yeah but you do but, yeah that's what that's why i have this is because i don't know if my sister or brother listen to uh, the podcast but i'll tell them that there's a special note if they listen to the end of this one <laughs> and so if you can just read that okay, okay. it's not even that great why did you leave me for dead oh perfect thanks <laughs> so there they go <laughs> that's a secret note for. Okay. Do I sound time. like oh, men? Well, and that's, I, I think I told you the one time we were at a prayer meeting or something, and um, you and I ended up in a small group praying, and currently the one of the leaders, his name is Brett from mm. church, and I, we were praying, and you just kept praying for Brett, and I was like, <laughs> oh, like I was just laughing, and I was trying, you know, we're praying, but I'm like, oh my God. All I could think about is like fly to the concourse because his name is Brett. Yes, I you know. Know? so yeah, of course. You know. I know. So anyway, that's why I was like, I was like, I'll have you read him a line. So that's, that's for you, and Beth and Matthew. So enjoy. I yeah. hope it sounds
1: as good. Oh man, I mean, it's perfect. It's so funny. They're yeah. they're very clever. They just that's so typical New Zealand hard case funny. Really funny guys. Yeah.
0: yeah. They're pretty, yeah, they're very talented. Yes, they
1: mm-hmm. are. Amazingly talented, musically and with their humor.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a, they were very smart. And I think they're, I don't know if there's a new season, but I don't anyway, know. all that stuff. You can Google it. Yes. Yeah. But I really appreciate you sitting down today because tomorrow, you know, you're leaving. You oh. have so much going on. You're sitting in a partly packed house. Yes, it's right. clean and get ready. But it's, um, it's my pleasure. Yeah. So... Um, for those who are listening, uh, if this is your first time, please sign up with the RSS feed on the website, that international life, or if you would like on iTunes, SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts and, uh, rate it on um, iTunes. If you get a chance, that'd be great share it with a friend and if you have any questions for marie maybe you do i don't know Mm. about new zealand or something wasn't clear be sure to write me at rachel at that international life and i will get the questions to her and maybe she will answer i don't know (laughs) she's going to be traveling so we'll (laughs) Well, we'll see how it goes i'll get there eventually (laughs) yeah exactly i'm sure you know there's there's a there's a signal in the u.s and you know these places so exactly Um, so thank you so much for being on today and i wish you all the best in your travels thank you rachel it was incredibly fun